I'm like, literally my expectations are as low as they possibly can be. Like this movie has to fucking blow me away. Hello and welcome to this episode of No Refunds. My name is Dwight and joining me this week is... Tiffany. And it's just Tiffany because Alex is not in this room right now as we are recording. Um, So sorry about that. Uh, If you don't like that, you can turn it off. That's my new motto. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) No refunds. If you don't like it... You can, you turn, can it off. turn it off. I oh, like actually I like that. It's a no refund thing. You ain't getting no refund. So um, the reason it's just the two of us that we're doing this, this is kind of like um, an episode we did last year, actually, roughly around this time, I believe, or maybe it was, it was in May. I don't know. Whatever. Where we went to go see uh, The Room, and we did a before opinions, or just a before expectations, mm-hmm. and then an after expectations slash opinions. Um, so we're doing the same thing today. However, the movie that we are going to see is... Captain... Marvel. Yeah, the new um, Marvel superhero <laughs> movie that has been built up over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, and everybody in the world thinks that Tiffany is going to love it. It's insert uh, cricket chirping. Oh, here. is that what you're going to do in the post? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I know that you have a lot of apprehensions about this movie, but before we get into that, yep. why don't you go ahead and tell us just kind of like what this movie could potentially mean to you and what the character means to you and why this is important and why people care okay. about what you think about this. Uh, first of all, I do want to say uh, shout out to all the ladies uh, on International Women's Day. Woo, ladies are great. Yeah, so it's kind of cool this movie is coming out on International Women's Day, and I know that was a thing I think that was extremely intentional um, because the movie got pushed back um, twice. Yes, I only remember the one time when Spider Man twice. It might have been twice because when Spider Man got slotted into the oh, roster, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything yeah. took a bump because Spider Man is the biggest property in the world outside of yeah. Star Wars. So, um, just a brief, as brief as I can be, recap. So, my love of Captain Marvel goes back to 2012 um, when the comic got well. It started. It didn't get relaunched or anything. It was just a yeah, Captain Marvel. Captain started. Marvel started in 2012 and Dwight bought me the first um few issues I, yeah, I think. think I think it had already been out and you were looking for something I think I got you like the first one or two yeah the first few um maybe three. single issues yeah, yep. yeah yeah so um and that was the run by uh Kelly Sue DeConnick and that was my first real introduction just to reading a comic book period which is kind of silly because it you know I was an adult um so and I don't know if it's because she was my first character, like Dwight, kind of like how when you were getting into comics, you're like, I'm picking Thor. Like That's how it really worked yeah. for me. Like, uh, Sorry to sidetrack okay. your story, but for me, when it was like, I was thinking about getting into comics, I had a lot of friends who were in yep. comics, and yep. I was in a comic store with a friend, um, and this friend was really into comics, and I was sitting there, I was like, I don't even know where to start. He was like, just pick somebody who you think looks cool. Yep. Look at Thor. He's got a really cool hammer. Like, that was, it was like, he like said like three or four people, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. that does look cool. So I, I got the first trade, and then like the first couple issues after that, and that was enough. I was lucky, and you were lucky too. Yeah. We were really yeah. lucky to both pick stories and characters that had really strong creators on them at the time. Yes. Oh, yes. Like, because you, uh, yours was Kelly, Kelly Sudeconic and Dexter Soy on yep. the art. Mine well, Dexter was... Soy was only in the art for, like, the first few couple. issues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mine was J. Michael Straczynski and um, Asad. No, not Asad Ribic. It was uh, Oliver Copel, who is still one of my favorite artists for mm-hmm. Thor, period. But, sorry. Yeah, and you. I mean, I'm not somebody who gets super into comics and arcs and stories and whatever. That's just not... Um, that's not who I am. And honestly, like I've stopped reading comics because it's just too overwhelming and too confusing. Um, but I still love Captain Marvel. I love how conflicted she was. Like Mm -hmm. she's this like really, really strong female character who's very conflicted. You know, am I the best? Am I doing the right thing? Like, am I making the right choices? And I just, I really liked the way Kelly Sue um, gave her, her voice so i'm like 
I don't know. It's it's really hard to explain. I just I really just glommed on to her. Um, yeah, I don't I don't even know like wh- how to even explain it. I just I don't know. No, it's okay. Yeah, and, it's weird. And with this also, this we're not really talking about the movie yet, but mm-hmm. um, you also went through a couple of things where the creator then shifted and the character was taken in a direction that you didn't like. Same thing happened to me with yeah. Thor when yeah. Matt Fraction took over. I was like, oh, this is less than stellar. <laughs> and I didn't like the way they made certain mm-hmm. choices with the characterization mm-hmm. and how they dealt with parts of the mythology. Uh, same thing for you. Yes, no. So I that's think. actually kind of a good segue into how I feel about the movie is because I started with Kelly Sue DeConnick and and love her voice and love her writing and love the way she writes Carol. And then when she left, for me, there was a noticeable dip in quality. Mm-hmm. I forget what the first arc was um, with the other writers. And I couldn't even tell you who they are because now at this point, they're on their like fourth different writer. So it wasn't the Alpha Flight stuff, right? It was rebooted before that. It or was, was it the Alpha Flight stuff? It was rebooted before Alpha Flight, I It think. was right after Carol Core. I think that wasn't the Carol Core the last thing she worked on. It's not important. It's Yeah, it doesn't matter. But I've even just experienced it, you know, in the last few years where there are different writers on and I'm like, you don't know Carol. Like, why are you writing her like this? She's not... And I don't even, and again, I can't even explain it. And honestly, I stopped reading it because there were parts that were just so bad. I forget what trade it was. And I was like, this is fucking terrible. This is not the character that I know and and that I love and that I respect. It just didn't, it felt like a, like a two steps backwards kind of thing. Okay. And I don't know if that was around the time where like Disney kind of came in. I don't know. I have No, no. Disney, Disney bought Marvel when we were still in college. Was it? Okay. They I'm just trying to think like of why or 2009. I'm trying to think of what or it, it might have been leading up to the the initial announcement of like the movie and stuff and they're like, "Oh, the comic has new writers." Yeah, it was It was it was when it, they announced the movie. It was when they announced the movie and like the two people that were writing it were like young adult authors and they like totally fucked it all up. And then there was somebody else that was writing it for like an arc. And then now I think it's Margaret Stoll. That was the name I was going to say. That's yep. the one I know. And I'm okay with it because I actually, um, I don't know a ton of her stuff, but she's written a bunch of young adult um, fiction about superheroes and things like that. And just young <laughs> adult fiction, period. So I like, um, the only thing I've read recently is a couple issues of Life of Captain Marvel. And I like that. And I think she's writing that. Yes. Um but my concerns with the movie are exactly kind of the same, you know, that I have with the comics is that now there's two writer or who is it? Is it, did they write it? Um, fucking whoever the fuck that, wh- I don't know they the, are? the two directors. I don't, I don't know if they know. wrote it. They might have. So whoever's writing this movie and whoever's directing this movie are people that I don't <laughs> trust with my character. And I know that sounds kind of, awful to say because it's like you know with comics it's like you're allowed to you know there are different writers and they have different takes on things but I just feel like and the more stuff that came out and the more oh sorry I'm like breathing really heavy because I'm like (laughs) yeah it was written by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck the people people that directed directed it it, along with uh, Geneva Robertson Dolrit sure Dolrit People who that. have no idea who this character With is. With a story by Nicole Perlman, Meglifove, and then those <sighs> same three other people. Were those they the ones They were the over? ones that were writing the comic when it was fucking trash. Well, they only have a story by credit at this point. So that means whoever Good. came in re- like, took their story their and, and rewrote it. Um, but I just feel like, and I know other people have experienced this too and it's it's just hard when you feel like and i've talked about this a couple times on the podcast but when you feel like the character that you love or a property that you love or a book or whatever gets made into a movie and uh, i like i don't want to sound like all complainy and stuff but i'm like i just wish that they didn't make this movie with these directors with these writers with this cast it just seems so half-assed I don't know. I don't remember the chain of events for this movie as Mm -hmm. well as other ones. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's weird because Marvel is in this era now where you have, I'm going to go so far as to say auteur directors. You have directors Mm -hmm. who come Mm -hmm. in and they have a very distinct style, a very distinct vision. Um, You have the Joe and Anthony Russos. You've got Taika Waititi. You've got um, James Gunn, Rip. You've got um, (laughs) uh, Ryan Coogler. Mm -hmm. And then you've got, like, so you've got, like, those group of directors. And then you have the, your stock, 
like boring generic directors with your um the guy who uh Peyton Reed who directs Ant-Man and the Wasps yep. and yep. um these people now who are directing And they've done indie stuff which is great but like I feel like not the right type of indie stuff. Like Taika Waititi is amazing because his stuff um and I didn't know this until after we saw Thor Ragnarok but it's very funny. Mm-hmm. It's very like not even tongue in cheek, but it, it's just very, I don't know. It, it has a, a vibe to it. Yeah. Thor- Ryan Coogler has a vibe. And like, obviously he, he wrote, uh, did he write? No, he directed. He Creed, wrote and directed Creed one. And then he produced, he was the producer on, yes. on Creed two. And like, he has a feel and a vibe to him. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, and I'm being harsh on this cause I, I haven't even seen it yet, but I just feel, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who you people are. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't I've, know. I've heard that they did at least one really good indie movie, but it, going from an indie movie, this is like what they did with like um, I think Colin Trevorrow and other um, Josh Trank. Like yep. you, you take these people mm-hmm. who have made like one smaller low budget movie, yep. and you yep. throw them into a giant big budget mm-hmm. action movie, and mm-hmm. it, it doesn't necessarily translate. Yeah, um, and having. Um, even uh, I liked it, but people, uh, Ryan Johnson and the, the last Star Wars movie mm-hmm. as well. He had made some kind of smaller sci-fi stuff, and then yeah, to yeah. take over one of the biggest franchises, Captain Marvel. Marvel's positioning her to be one of the biggest superheroes in the upcoming mm. Avengers stuff. And I have issues with that. She's going to be. She's apparently the the strongest one now, um, stronger than Hulk and Thor. And uh, I mean, they're looking to make. I think they're make going to make her and Black Panther the face of the, the new MCU kind of, going forward. Yeah. I have issues with that just because I don't like the way that this movie has been marketed. Like I liken it to when Wonder Woman came out and when Wonder Woman came out, it was just like, we're making a Wonder Woman movie. And it was just like, Hey, go see Wonder Woman. I didn't, ev- I didn't ever feel like the Wonder Woman marketing was like, Hey, she's a woman. Don't you want to see a female superhero movie? Like, I never felt like it was like that. I felt like it was just like Wonder Woman. It was never pandering to you. Yeah. And this, all of this Marvel marketing for Captain Marvel, just from the trailers to, I don't know. It's just all very like SJW. Like, I'm, gonna, I'm sounding like a friggin' like in Reddit incel right now. You learned that word I last did learn week. This word. You love it. But, like, I do love it because that's what I feel like. I'm like, oh, well, she's just, you know, whatever. It's all political and, you know, whatever. And that's not what I want to say, but I just feel like this movie is pandering just to a generic audience. I feel like it's not going to give me what I want. Um, I feel like Brie Larson is not going to give me what I want. I've been kind of hating on her in this <laughs> role for, like, since that first trailer came out and I was like, that's, I, that, that's it. I don't know if this is just like uh, an inherent bias yeah. that has been yeah. baked into me mm-hmm. off the internet at this point, but I watch, you know how I think it's wired does those yep. um, people like uh, Googling themselves. Oh thing yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. They, they rip, yeah. Away, yep. rip, rip it away. I saw her do one today yeah. and she was just so boring she and like un- unlikable and like, like um, what did she like? She would like, Everyone else who I've seen, um, yeah. the Jeff Goldblum one's a perfect example. It's like one. he would rip it off and he would like tell a funny little story yeah. or an anecdote. And he was just so full of personality. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. unfair comparing anybody to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I know. Um, I know. But she was doing it and it would be like, Brie Larson went to college. She'd be like, nope, Brie Larson. Like she was just like flying through him. And so, it was so just unpersonable and it felt weird. And I was like, eh, I don't know. And it also feels weird. Because, like, it's International Women's Day, and I don't want to, like, shit on other women because that's not what we should be doing. And it's so it's so hard because you have to, like, tiptoe around this. Like, if you're a woman insulting another woman, it immediately becomes, like, a sexist, like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. I can't just say, I don't like her, she's bad, without it becoming, like, oh, well, you don't like her because she's a woman? Like, that's where people take this. That's messed up. You know what I like, mean? Whereas, like, like, I feel, I'm well, talking about like the internet, where, like where guys can criticize, be yeah. like, "Well, I don't like this director because I think yeah. he's a dick," and it's never like, "Well, what do you? Why are you hating men? But like, why are you soon, hating someone of your same gender?" As soon as you say, or different, you know, like as soon as somebody says, "I don't like Captain Marvel," I don't like Marvel. I can't even talk Captain Marvel, or I don't like this or whatever, and people immediately go, "Oh, because she's a woman." I'm like, "No, that's not." You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I don't want to be like, "Oh," but I just it, feel like everything. That I've seen with her for this movie. Because we've watched some videos and she's pretty fun and whatever. But like everything mm-hmm. about 
this movie that she's done like press or whatever. She just has this like fucking smug attitude and I want to punch her in the nose because she's just Happy so Women's Day. She's so fucking unlikable right now to me. No, I, I don't You know what I mean? The, I, the smugness. Like I, even when they they were on the Oscars, her and um Samuel L. Jackson, they're just like, look at our funny banter. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, go do th- away. Do you think that some of that, though, is stemming from the backlash that she's re- received? Because she had made, like, so... It's very possible. If- and, like, I I don't... That's why I'm like, I can't fault her, I guess. And I don't want to, like, trash on her. But I'm just like, can you not be like this? Because you're, you're making me not like you. And I, I want to like you. And you, mm-hmm. you're not winning me over, like, in any way. Wow. So she's got a up. So this movie has an uphill climb for you in general. I feel so complainy, and like I know people don't want to hear it, but I'm also people stop. People stopped asking me about it when I well, I think when all the because of your backlash for it was like because I think you you were like, oh, we can't ask Tiffany about this anymore. You had specifically had at least one comment where you were like, nope, this looks bad, and like you like were like, I get that people keep on wanting to hear my opinion. My internet friends exploded. I'm like, ugh. But then here I am sitting here recording this, and I have my Captain Marvel hat on. Yep. I have my Captain Marvel t-shirt on that says, sorry I'm late, too busy saving the galaxy. Are Um, you wearing the socks? I'm probably going to put the socks on tonight. So, I mean, at least one good thing for you has come out of this movie, which is one thing I, when they first announced Mm -hmm. it, the very specific thing you said Mm -hmm. to me was, I cannot wait for all the merchandise, which is what you have been capitalizing on. I don't know. I... It, it's weird because I think that Wonder Woman, I said this the other day, yeah. I think that Wonder Woman had an easier battle mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. everybody knows who Wonder Woman is. Wonder Woman yeah. has been around yeah. since the 40s and she's just like yeah. a part of yep. the vernacular. Whereas Carol Danvers, has, she has been around as Carol Danvers since the 70s, but she hasn't. she's only been Captain Marvel yeah. for it's seven years yeah the amount of people on the internet that are like captain marvel's a a guy and i'm like oh my god where have you been for the last seven years if they they last read comics 10 years ago captain marvel's dead to them like it's i I don't know it's such a weird comics are so fluid now and uh, the status Mm -hmm. quo is while like the idea is they will always shift back to the normal i feel like marvel and dc have made these pushes to Mm -hmm. radically change the status quo and keep it in this changed way, which has caused a lot of backlash. And I think it's hard too, if you are, especially if you're like a kid and you're trying to fall into a character and it's like, you go see the movies and you're like, cool. And then you go read the comics and you're like, okay, there are seven different Spider-Man comics. Like, where do I go? Especially after something like into the Spider-Verse, it's like, Hey, I'm a kid. I want to read Spider-Man. And it's like, there are all these different Spider-Man variants. And then like in the comic, it's not, the same character it's not the same story so i feel like it's it's great and i love living in a time where loving superhero movies is so acceptable mm-hmm. and i think that's awesome because like you know there was a time when we were growing up and it's like oh you like nerdy stuff it's like ooh you can't like that stuff you can't play video games you can't like power rangers you can't like t- turtles yep. you know as an adult well, you all can't- those things were viewed as kid stuff like when we exactly. were teenagers. Mm-hmm. So now it's been really cool to to have that be in the public. Um, but I think it's in some ways it's so prevalent. But I think also in some ways it alienates a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, especially kids or people like me who are like more casual fans and stuff. And it's just you see the movies and you want more of that character. And then mm-hmm. you can't get you into it because you don't know where to start. It's so dense. Captain Marvel has been relaunched, what, three times, four times? At least. And there's like one shots and crossovers and like, it's really, really difficult. I I do not believe that comics are for children anymore. They're not. Just just in general, especially superhero comics. Like in a perfect world, they would be. But when a single issue of a comic costs $4, that is not in any child's budget. Like mm-hmm. if if they want to, I guess if it's you want to, budget. if you want to just follow one character and you're spending four dollars a month, which is generous, because like you're saying, there's one shot and there's just multiple. Follow one. You can't. You can follow one character, but that doesn't mean one book. Exactly. That's also true. You know. But like kids, you'd have to spend at least like twenty bucks, and that's a lot for a child. Like, and I don't think we're saying child, are... but we're, I mean, I think you mean kids who have like an allowance or kids who are working. Like, well, 14, I'm talking about. I remember going. I I was young. Um, I I went to. Um, we would go to. There was this shop down the street that was like a, a gas station and a little convenience store, and I would go in, and uh, comics were like a dollar. Mm-hmm. And I would like, mm-hmm. not that I would follow them, but I would occasionally have a dollar and I would buy a comic. And like, mm-hmm. that doesn't work for kids anymore yeah. like that. But anyways, so back to the movie. <laughs> so uh, 
are you excited for it? Do you care? We're going to see it in like 20 minutes. So I'm not excited, but I do care. <laughs> that makes okay. sense. I'm not excited for it because I know I'm going to hate it or not that I wow. know I'm going to hate it. I know it's not going to be what I want it to be. So I'm, I've already like in my mind, I'm like, that's fine. I think that that like sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But I think that has to be with with these types of Marvel mm-hmm. movies. I think you have to go in with that because no like you're not going to get a one to one. Even like looking at me with Thor. Yeah. Um. They completely changed Thor's origin. Like they got rid of Donald Blake. They like removed like the whole amnesia aspect of it. Like he doesn't transform with Mjolnir and like but fighting my... the destroyer and the thing flying. Yeah. It just didn't. It my was issue different. isn't even that. Like I don't care. Like I understand you have to rewrite stuff. My issue is just the way it's been handled as an entire production, the casting, the marketing, like just on the whole, I'm not a fan of it. It didn't win me over. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Because it feels pandering or it does. And it's not what I want. Okay. I don't want it to be set in the fucking nineties. Like I don't, I just don't just (laughs) know. I want it to be like guardians of the galaxy and Thor Ragnarok, like in space and fun and like, I don't want it to be this just like, oh, I'm going to, I don't know. Yep. So I'm not excited for it, but what what was your question? Are you excited or are you? I don't remember. Do you? Because I'm, I'm not excited for it. But you're, but you are, <laughs> I you're forget. not excited for it, but you want it to do well or you yeah, want it to Yeah, I forget, I forget how you phrased it because I went on a tangent, but I'm, I am hoping that it does well um, because it's a female superhero movie and it's like, I guess I have to take what I can get. Um, and Which sucks. I know. Isn't that awful? Isn't that awful where like, that's where I've had to land on it. Like, mm-hmm. so and it's, maybe it's not for me, but if it opens up somebody else's mind to a female superhero, or if it opens up, you know, um, I feel like girls like 10 to 16 or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's there. No, you're, no, I feel sense. like, I feel like this is really cool. Just like Wonder Woman, it's really cool to have that and to see that on screen. Um, mm-hmm. I just wish they weren't calling so much attention to it. Oh, the first female superhero movie. It's coming out on International Women's but Day. it's not the first female superhero it's movie. It's not. It's Supergirl, not. Supergirl, 1984. Oh, I know. I know. But it's just so, it's so pandering. And I don't fall for that pandering bullshit. Like, here, don't you like this? Like, here, look at this. Don't you like it? This is what you want. And I don't fall for that, ever. Part I of this, I, I wonder, is because... I haven't personally experienced mm-hmm. this. Not in my corners of the internet. I yeah. haven't seen this, but I have heard people talk about how, like, apparently there's this massive call for female superhero movies. Like, yep. where is uh, where's my Black Widow movie? Where's my oh, this? We want this. We want this. Forever. We want this. Yeah. And like, granted, I don't care about Black Widow. I actually don't like her as a character. I yeah, think. I don't. I, really. I don't like spy stuff it's a spy. in general. I, yeah, that's nothing against her. To me, I don't like James Bond for the same reason. Like, it, it mm-hmm. does not interest me same. in any sense. Same. Um, but like. A Captain Marvel movie is something I should be excited about because it's a big superhero. Mm-hmm. Like she's mm-hmm. flying around, she's gonna be shooting laser beams and punching people really hard. I'm pumped. I'm not pumped for this, but I'm looking forward to it. But I lost myself in that thought. I just I just <laughs> talked myself into a corner and I don't even know what I was talking about. Um, it's uh, superhero movies are a thing. <laughs> I, know, a I thing. lost my train of thought. It's okay. I just did, I've done this. I same got really thing excited too. talking about lasers and punching. Lasers and punching. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Um, I I really want. <laughs> I really want Captain Marvel to punch a shark <laughs> and or a dinosaur in the face because that's a thing that's happened. I, I hope that they handle her characterization well. I hope that that's like, you know, because if we don't care about her as a character, then there's going to be no emotional through line for the movie. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that's mm-hmm. there. I hope that um, there's some good like setup for why she's going to be so important in Infinity War. Yeah. I hope yeah. that we like my hopes for this movie is it provides a good launching point for this character and once we spoiler not spoiler alert but um full disclosure this is a we watched a review we yesterday watched, we've watched a couple and i've read a couple of reviews um, as well the review that we watched the, the, the guy said i can't wait it was chris stuckman yeah I he's can't, awesome i can't wait for this character to be in the hands of directors and writers who know how to handle her mm-hmm. and so Same. i am looking forward to that so i will take Same. a mediocre movie now which i don't know i hope i like it I will take a mediocre movie now for an amazing Carol movie later. It's just, it's disappointing that, and it's same thing from the reviews I've read in the review we watched. It's just, it's, everybody's gearing up for 
Endgame, and it feels almost like this is just a filler thing. I wish she hadn't been pushed back. Like I, I wish think she hadn't been pushed back, it. and I wished that they didn't try to just like get her movie out before Endgame. Mm. So well, I feel like she's gonna play a big part in Endgame, and that's part of the reason why she needs to be yeah, here. I assume she's gonna come in and help them punch Thanos. I, I just look- wish they planned this out yeah. better. I, I okay, that's what I wanted to say. So I feel like people were like pushing and clamoring for mm-hmm. we want a, a female superhero yep. movie, we want a yep. female superhero yep. movie. And Marvel either didn't plan on this or didn't care about yep. this. Cause um I know Oh yeah, they definitely the, did not give a shit about well, this. Eh, the uh Feige, from what I understand, enjoys the character, I think. <laughs> um but there was a guy there like before Marvel Studios split off from mm-hmm. Marvel Comics mm-hmm. proper, the uh, I forget the name of the CEO of Marvel, but he's this old crotchety dickhead <laughs> that like is a super staunch Republican and everybody hates him. Oh that's great. But didn't he know that. <laughs> he was the type of person who was like, maybe he wasn't a staunch Republican, okay. but um, he was the type of person who was like, superheroes are for boys, girls don't want them. And it's oh. part of the reason why the Disney, like Disney in general, had the philosophy of we have the princesses for the girls and the superheroes for the boys. Oh. I think that's part of the reason why Disney bought Marvel was so that way they could have like a specific boy market because a lot of, like, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, a lot of Disney is marketed for girls. Exactly. Specifically princesses. the princesses mm-hmm. stuff and the whole Disney renaissance. And, and then they had the Disney boy movies, which were traditionally not as successful. The Tarzans, the yeah, Herculeses. Yeah, Yep, um, yep. Even like Hunchback. Um, and I know I don't want to get into like sexist, like boys and girls and gender roles and stuff, but it's just like, you know, even if you don't push gender roles on kids, girls want to be princesses and, and boys, boys want to play with trucks. Play with trucks. And like we have people who we know haven't been pushed into gender roles, like kids who haven't. Oh, and yeah. like, and they, yeah. And it's like, they're like, all they care about is trucks. Like we or have princesses. friends who have that. Yeah. And granted, and that's, that's. And that's 100% okay. Yeah, it is. And granted, that's um, not anecdotal, but it's like not a proper sample size type of thing yeah, it's, it's yeah, maybe yeah. it is anecd- that's anecdotal evidence like it's yeah. not something that actually yep. counts but still but still yeah and it's just a weird it's a weird thing i don't know i don't yeah i don't know i, I just hope that like this movie hasn't been made um without pure intentions if that makes sense like it's been made it hasn't been made mm-hmm. to fill a checkbox that's it's what been, it feels it's, like to it's me. been made All over. for a creative reason and this is a part of a story that they wanted to tell which is part of like i don't get that feeling with these random directors that they've picked i haven't seen them do anything like when when uh, mm-hmm. thor ragnarok was being promoted i saw taika watiti everywhere yeah like he yeah loved this story that he was telling yep. and he loved his movie and i haven't seen these people granted i haven't been looking really but those things fell across my my orbits and i haven't seen a thing about these people yeah i i agree with you that it feels like it's just being made to check a box and i'm i'm you know my pre my pre hot take is meh. i i i want to <laughs> like this movie i hope it's fun i hope there's Good punchings. I hope that I care about Carol. Um, we already care about Nick Fury and Clark Gregg. Colson. Uh, don't. Well, that's really. fine. Racist. <laughs> no, I'm just I kidding. don't really. I, I, I guarantee you we're going to see how he got his, how he lost his but, eyeball. But you know what? I'm not going to that movie for that. Like, I don't want that in my Captain Marvel movie. Like, I just feel, if, I feel like it's not important. And I, I don't want it in my movie. I don't know much about Captain Marvel. And you've only been a fan of her since 2012. So I don't know much about her backstory in general. Mm-hmm. Like, Well, I've read I, a lot of the Miss Marvel stuff. And it's just mm-hmm. it's kind of g- generic comic-y things. But my, my issue with her as a character mm-hmm. is I don't know much about, like her rogues gallery or that. or who like what her major <laughs> literally sto- rogue the, the, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. but they don't have the rights to that I the know, only I story know. about her that i actively know besides rogue stealing her power so i know rogue stole her powers yep. which like so rogue stole her powers so her one of the only stories that she's famous for that i know is losing everything and mm-hmm. the other one she was raped and brainwashed well that was that was in avengers 200 miss marvel though but it was still Carol it was Danvers. Still Carol Danvers. Uh, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. Carol Danvers yeah. as a oh, okay. character. You said Captain Marvel. Sorry, Carol Dan- what... Carol Danvers. The only thing I know about her are those two stories. I don't know anything about like her who she fights. They're getting the Skrulls in here, but to me, I only started in like 2008, 2009 mm-hmm. for comics. So Skrulls to me are a universal problem. They're also a Fantastic Four villain. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's weird. She doesn't have a great rogues gallery. It's real right. weird. I know she fought the Brood, but that was with the X Men because she hung yeah, out with the X Men for a brood. little while. Yep. Um, like, but that's an X Men villain, and, so they can't and, pull them in. And Modok. Well, Modok would be Ms. so Marvel. cool. I would love and to see them do Modok. There was like Amazon women or not? I forget what they were. There was some island. There was like a puppeteer guy. 
I don't oh, know. The puppeteer? Or um, the puppet master? <laughs> I think so. He uh, he was an X-Men villain, too. There's been some weird shit. <laughs> hey, comics are weird. Her her stuff is just not her older, the older stuff. And now it's more like, oh, I'm going to team up with, uh, you know, the Avengers. Spider-Woman. Yeah. Well, she led the Avengers for a while. Yeah. Like, that's where I think they're, yeah. they're setting her up to go. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I well, hope it's good. We've been talking for half an hour. We should so. go see it. Yeah, we're going to go see it. This so that's movie our... has to win me over. I'm not going into it with... I'm like, literally, my expectations are as low as they possibly can be. Like, this movie has to fucking blow me away for uh, it to even get, like, a C. So on a scale of... <laughs> wow, that's, that's harsh. So on a scale of <laughs> one to ten, you're, what, like, a, a two or three? Oh, God. I'm like... Don't... Look, look, give me a real uh, number. Uh, on a scale of one to ten? Yes. I'm like probably a one and a half. Okay. Excited about this. Is that what you're asking me? Yes. Yeah. I'm at like a, a five to a six. Ooh. Like I, I yeah. excited for it. Like I five is you know perfectly middle of the road average. So I'm I'm, like, I'm going tonight on opening day. Well, I know technically yesterday was opening day, but I'm going today to support it because I want to support it, even though Dwight bought my ticket. But I want to support it and I want to go out and see it. You know, for potentially what it might do for future movies. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I hope it does well. All right. Um, so we will right. be back in uh, two and a half hours to <laughs> talk to you. But for you, it will be mere seconds. No, we're going to put in two and a half hours of silence. <laughs> Didn't we talk about doing that last time? Yeah, we did. So deal with it. Okay, All bye. Right. See you soon. Bye. And we are back. Oh, hi. And I Hi. think I, I well, okay, if you can't hear the smile on my Hello. face, I think there has been a change of heart <laughs> in this room. Hi. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. What did you think um, of Captain Marvel? That was awesome. That was so good. Uh, yeah, two hours ago, I. You were was, a grumpy sourpuss. I was very salty. Uh, I'm sorry to everyone who made this movie. Except whatever the directors are, because they're terrible. I still don't like them. I, I think <laughs> that, that like, their direction was easily the worst part yeah. of this movie. Yeah. Everything else yeah. was so yeah. oh, good. And the, and the lighting. Whoever did their lighting. Yeah, their lighting was stuck. Was like, there was that, the, the sorry, spoiler alert. There was, sorry, this uh, is going to be very spoiler heavy. So if you yes. haven't seen it or want to see it, just so don't yeah, listen you, to it. You can use like that halfway point as a good time to um, shut the podcast off. Spoiler alert. We are going into full spoilers from here spoilers. for the most part. Uh, there might be some things that we try to keep under wraps. Um, before we get into any spoilers, I highly recommend you go see it. Go see this movie. It's real great. But there's that one shot where um, Carol and Monica are in it. And mm-hmm. like Carol looks fine, but Monica, because she's got really dark skin, was totally underlit. And it looked, oh, yeah. it looked like an amateur. Talking yeah, and, 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 and there's house. a, there, but there, yeah, and she's being backlit, backlit by the thing. Oh, it it yeah. looked so amateur. Like move your camera yeah. or move your setup because it looked bad. But, oh my God, this movie was great. This um, movie was great. There were flurkins. A flurkin, <laughs> a cute flurkin. I don't even know where to start because literally <sighs> for an entire year, I have been hating on this. Well, so I wanted so, I, not that I wanted to hate it, but I was like, oh, this is going to be so bad and terrible. Well, since we have a lot of positive things to say about it, why don't we start uh, kind of how we have on the negative stuff. So the direction, the lighting sucked. Yeah, and um, I wouldn't even say the direction sucked. It just kind of felt... It was flat. It was unstylized. Existed. Yeah, yeah. And we watched that that um, review um, where that was kind of a critique. It just... It didn't have the same... Not that it would have the same feel, but like Thor Ragnarok has a feel. Yes. Black Panther has a feel. We, we talked about this mm-hmm. literally two hours ago. Yep. This didn't have a... It didn't necessarily have a feel. It kind of felt like phase one... Marvel. Yep, it felt it very. Phase one Marvel and, was made now. It felt very flat and very generic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part, but yeah, but there, there were, were things... some really great shots. There were some really great um, semi-creative things, and part of it felt like like a war military kind of movie, and I mm-hmm. kind of liked it. It was like gritty-ish, but like. Mm-hmm. How did yeah. you feel about Brie Larson's performance? Because that was one of there was some like some deliveries and some um, moments mm-hmm. that felt really wooden and really um, uninspired to me. See, but for the most part, she was great. As somebody who one hundred percent was like, "Fuck you, Brie Larson. You suck. I hate you. I don't want you to be my captain." Hashtag not my captain. Yeah, you said I that a lot. Thought she was great. Yeah. Are you excited she, for her going forward? 
I just wish they would do something different with her hair, maybe. For me, she still doesn't have the look, mm-hmm. the physical look to her. Um, but I feel like like if I'm thinking about Carol and I'm thinking about her just attitude and her kind of stubbornness, like she she felt like Carol should feel like kind of yep. like yeah okay like pompous and and she had some good like quippy moments mm-hmm, and she had some mm-hmm. good like um snarky moments yep, where like yep. someone would say something and she'd be like rah, rah, in a good way she and literally it, it, snarled it, back at squirrels that was awesome <laughs> i was like that, they were that, like rah, and she's like rah. that fight scene was great <laughs> she when she when she had like the snarled. limiters on and that like okay so the, the, we're all over the place yeah it's very so, exciting so that that fight scene in general is a really great um foreshadowing yeah. of yeah. her arc in the movie because she's she's got those limiters on her hands mm-hmm. and at the end when she takes the limiter off her neck and so like she's like fully unleashing yeah. herself and yeah. so like yeah. that was really good yeah. parallels it, it it's George Lucas it rhymed um you could see <laughs> Like the like the bookendingness of herself and her and her discovering her powers. Sorry, Spencer is running around. Yeah, he's really excited he's so that excited. we're home. Um, no, that was awesome. I totally lost my train of thought because I'm just so many things. Oh, other things that I thought were were less than were less than, but not really. I just. Some of the things, and I think you said this in the car, like some of the things were kind of on the nose. Like you have to learn to control your emotions. Mm. Oh, you're I'm a woman. just a girl playing during that. One I loved sequence. the "I'm just a girl." Loved a it. Little on the nose Mm-mm. for me. Loved it. Um, but then I'm like, no. At the end, she just freaking shoots Jude Law, and he's like, no, I don't have to control <laughs> shit. Okay. Well, that felt very Indiana Jones to me. <laughs> like when, um, when I don't know Indiana Jones well enough to. Th- there's a scene in Indiana Jones where this guy like stands in front of him, and he's got this big sword, and so you think Indiana's gonna have yeah, a yeah. big sword fight with him, and he just pulls out his gun and shoots yeah, him. Yeah, it was good. It was totally I Indiana liked, Jones. I liked that. Um, I, I I I liked it. A oh, friggin' the, Maria Rambeau, man. She was Ugh. great. Uh, another Ugh. another issue I had was, um, and I talked to you about this in the car, mm-hmm. was um, they never explained how her powers work. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so in Iron Man, you understand that Tony the Stark has the suit of armor that can fly and, and shoot the, beams, and, the, um, and Captain America has his super su- soldier yep. serum, so he's super yep. strong, and he can throw his shield really well, and but Thor's got the hammer. it wasn't an origin story, Dwight. Oh, oh yeah. It, bullshit, it wasn't <laughs> an origin know. story. Um, but, like, I, as a comics fan, I I know that she can absorb sort energy like a battery it. and redirect mm-hmm. it and shoot it out. They never once, if they did explain that, I missed it. It probably and, was some weird subtext where they were like it was, demonstrated it, it somewhere. It might have been implied by the explosion that gave her her power. She absorbed that energy. Well, but they never yeah, discussed that that's how that her energy re- And then worked. she can throw it back out. Because like the whole beginning of the movie... Um, Jude Law's care, and that's him lying anyway. Like, oh, we we get made you what you are, which mm-hmm. they really didn't. They didn't. All they did was take like limit so, her powers. So if she was just a human, how was she able to absorb? Well, uh, what I because she's part Cree now because she is bleeding blue, blue. at certain parts. Yeah. So I think that my when assumption the thing exploded when it, it exploded. It did what the original comics yeah. did, yeah. which it yeah. crossed her DNA with Cree DNA. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it also gave her spoiler alert. Um partially powers of the Tesseract as well, yeah. which was in this movie, which yeah. was weird. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting that either because <laughs> at, we I was just I've just been watching rewatching the old mm-hmm. Marvel movies and uh, at the end of Captain America um First Avenger, uh, Howard Stark picks it up off the ground or off the seabed. So how does it get from Howard Stark onto a spaceship in outer space? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't think we're ever going to know. It's the 90s. It's not a big deal. Like, that's just, th- those are nitpicks, and they're those are things, they're things that like, happened off screen. And they're things you're like, why would you even include this in your movie? Like, we know what the Tesseract is. Like, why, mm-hmm. why would the, you put this in here when we know that it's not here? Well, that's what it felt like. It felt like they put it in to be like, oh, everybody knows what the Tesseract yeah, is. Everybody yeah. knows that's important. And like, Iron Man or Captain America was in 2011. People have forgotten about that movie. Yeah. But we live in an yeah. era where people nitpick this stuff. I know. That was an interesting thing. It was fine. And um, there was some stuff like the we just talked about this, the scene um like literally after Nick Fury and Captain Marvel meet mm-hmm. where their like rapport is like immediately like established. And I was like, Oh, okay, I guess they're best friends now. I, and he I like didn't... tried to double cross her. When... I'm like, oh. I didn't mind that. It's fine because they played really well off each other. Their chemistry there was, was fantastic. Really I think my like you had the the Carol and 
not Monica, Maria. Carol and Maria's oh, relationship friendship. and oh. friendship. And you had the oh. um, Carol and Nick Fury. And both of those yep. pairings really worked great. really, really well. Like the chemistry, uh, those were the moments when I felt like Brie Larson was the least wooden, was when she was interacting oh with those God. two people. Oh my God, when like Maria's doing her thing, like you're you're the fastest, whatever, and you fly a spaceship and all this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <sighs> yeah, don't was, cry at this movie. It was good. I, I never got that emotional. Just, I don't think that, I, just that one part. Mm-hmm. because i i really felt their friendship like when mm-hmm. she came back i really felt and again knowing the character out of you know in the comic books and knowing how important um like monica rambo is and everything and and it's just it that i feel that because i have outside knowledge i guess yeah so it, it meant something to me i get maybe to somebody who doesn't know that stuff probably that's actually matter. a really interesting um question because I don't know if the fact that you did know so much mm-hmm. outside uh, knowledge allowed you to fill in those gaps. I think it did. Um, I think that's why I really enjoyed it. But I don't know if they like, so for Thor, for example, mm-hmm. that's my big one. So mm-hmm. sorry that I keep on referencing right. it. But like when they didn't do like the Donald Blake, that felt like a big obvious thing that they left out. I, this didn't seem like there was anything major that was left out. It, it, it no. seemed like everything that you were looking for was here. Yeah, I mean, and they like they change the origins, which is you know, and like Marvel is a woman. I'm like, yeah, that was cool. That was like like if you're gonna go with a a, like a a woman theme, which is this definitely had. That's an awesome change to make. I really liked that because like the character of Captain Marvel, man. Who cares? Like no, like that's not actually that, not, not, not who that who cares. Okay, not who cares, but like. But that's in, not this story. Yeah. Exactly, and and for the Captain Marvel Carol Danvers story. Mm-hmm. All that's important about the Marvel is that that's, that's where, where she, she gets got her, her powers. powers. Well, I was going to say this is the same thing. I mean, I, I don't know the Donald Blake stuff, but is it similar to, like, does the Donald Blake stuff have any, does that not being in there affect the story? Um, Donald Blake is where Thor learns the majority of his humility. Humility, yeah. Um, yep. Because okay. he's literally in a, a crippled human. body. He's mm-hmm. in a crippled human body. Yeah. Okay. Eh, okay. Eh. So, so yes and no. Okay. Yes. It, it definitely became outdated and so they mm-hmm. ended up removing it in the 80s um long story short yeah uh but back to captain marvel so there was some uh, my last issue okay. with this movie okay. um is there's like this final after she gets her powers um there's a, a fight scene mm-hmm. where she's learning how to use her powers that is amazing oh and but then as soon as she goes outside of the spaceship and starts um fighting other spaceships yeah. out there yeah at that point I felt I was I was trying to figure out because she had already stopped a bunch of bombs from falling, mm-hmm. and so I was like, okay, so she clearly has control of this situation. I felt no tension for her. Like I, I didn't know what the stakes were at that point. I don't it's think like, are, they, are, they, are they trying to are they trying to kill her? Like they're trying to kill her, and her stakes are that she just doesn't want to die. But I didn't feel like See, she was in any danger of doing it because she felt so overpowered in a good way. So in the comics. Mm-hmm. This oh is, my god, push up your glasses, nerd. Sorry, this is very Carol, where she's just like, I'm going to fly around and punch shit. And they're, that was they're, so awesome. they're never, fe- sometimes in the comics, mm-hmm. especially in a moment like this, it, sometimes it feels like there are no stakes. She's like, I can just fucking fly around and do whatever I want. And that's very Carol. That's awesome. It's very much in her wheelhouse to just be like, yeah, fuck you. I'm just going to go punch a spaceship. Like, it's cool. No big deal. It's hard for me to complain about that Mm -hmm. because, like, um, one of my favorite moments in Infinity War and in most movies is when Thor shows up and starts wrecking shit. But but in that moment, they're still, like, they're trying to stop Thanos. Yeah. I didn't know what she was trying to stop in that moment. She's just just flying around. Because her emotional... (laughs) core of mm-hmm. this fight has already landed on earth and mm-hmm. she's just blowing shit up yep. in space which just is for the hell of it which is her flying around shooting laser beams and i loved it no i know uh, sorry plasma what would she call them a plasma plasma, plasma beam? beam whatever but that it, that's very that would be something she would do there, it would be like i'm just gonna extend this fight even further when i have no reason to just because okay, i can that's cool now that, that's my only other nitpick mm-hmm. or my only other issue everything else like okay so one last oh, thing okay um the opening sequence yeah. I thought was very weak. Up until it was the point, weird, yeah. Up until the point when they get mm-hmm. onto like uh, Carol Danvers and her team get on a spaceship. spaceship. Everything pre that is just like weird. Not even exposition, just like weird, weird setup. And it didn't. It it just her felt, and Jude Law did not rushed. mesh. No, they did not. But it, it, after you realize he's not a good guy, mm-hmm. it's like he, I I from the trailers. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, we know he's guy. not a good guy. But speaking of good guys and bad guys. The twist was amazing. Love it. 
so good. I love it. Can I? Can Do you I want talk to talk about it? Well, I was just going to mention. Okay, you you can talk. Can sorry, watch. sorry. Just overarching things. I was so worried about this being so nineties. And it wasn't. I was. I got real irritated. I think I leaned over to you at one point, and I was like, "Can these people stop?" People like the blockbuster, and people were like laughing. And I was like, "Yeah, we fucking get it. It's the '90s. We lived it. Okay." And they were, were just laughing at references. They were to laughing the 90s. at references. I was like, "Oh my god, the sheeple! Like, let's. <laughs> oh my god, look, it's this thing from our past that we remember." And it was like, "Oh, stop!" I did laugh at the the loading when they were loading the the soundbite on the computer. I did laugh. That like, was cute. But but it never felt overly '90s like they were trying to jam it in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, the music was really well done and subtle. Maybe because all of the songs they played, other than the Nirvana song, were songs that I liked. Like the mm-hmm. um, oh, what is that song? I don't know who sings it, but like you gotta be bad, you gotta be. Wild. Oh yeah, yeah. When they first show up, when to they show Monica up, at, yeah, at, at Maria's, house, at Maria's yeah. house. I was like, I used to love the shit out of that song. That specific moment. Um, was made me think about the soundtrack and I was like, oh, well, this actually makes sense because I remember that song playing on the radio all, all the, the time. time and it was a diegetic song in theory, like, yep. cause she, yep. was she was listening to the to radio. It while she was fixing it and and the so plane. I was like, yep, mm-hmm. this, this makes perfect sense. Yep. Okay. Um, so I didn't have any diegetic issues. meaning the, the characters are also <laughs> hearing it. In yes. addition to the audience. Correct. I've learned non, that term. Non-diegetic would be like the score. Like when yeah. the Avengers really theme great. plays at the end. I can see people having issues with that. What? Um, at the very end of the movie. Playing the Avengers? No, not playing the Avengers. Um, Nick Fury names the Avengers program after Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. I can see um, crazy neckbeard incels oh, having yeah. an issue with that. Because Whatever. now everything's named after a woman. Go fucking blah, blah, deal blah. with it. Go fucking I'm, deal with it. I'm fine with it. I, I think that it is a good thing that you are able to come back to this Oh my now. God, I feel so embarrassed. No, I don't, don't even want to do this and don't. it's awful. I hate it. I, I You have nothing to be embarrassed about. You liked the movie. I did like, like it a lot. You had understandable apprehensions before you went in because they were handling your favorite topic. I'm mm-hmm. sure people who loved Lord of the Rings were yeah. very apprehensive about Peter Jackson inter- mm-hmm. Jackson's interpretation. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like maybe new Star Trek people, like new Star yeah. Trek fans. Like I can understand yeah. if there's a, a property or a character or something that you love Nation. so much, yep. Yep. you want it to be handled with care. And spoiler alert, this they one did. fucking I feel was. like they really did. I feel like I'm the harshest critic. What did I say? I was excited on a like a 1.5 out of 10. Yes, for this? you were. I was a I was a five or a six. Yeah, and I am now at like a, an eight, eight and a half. I think this I was really a really great it. It um, addition into the the MCU. Yes, I um, agree. I liked that by setting it in the 90s. They didn't have to. They could kind of refer to stuff, but they didn't have to tie it into the rest of the universe because so it mm-hmm. kind of felt standalone. Yep. If that makes sense to to, it does. Use, to make up a word, you know what I mean. Like they didn't have to be like, "Oh, Black Widow's here!" Like, hey, what's, <laughs> right. like they didn't have to do any of that other than Nick Fury and Coulson was in it just as a side character, which yeah. was great. You're, um, you're right because, like in like Iron Man three, one of mm-hmm. like the big things because that's right after the first Avengers movie. Yep. The, one of the big things is like, well, why doesn't he call on Cap to help him out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like yeah. placing this in the '90s, I think that the Ant Man stuff with like Hank Pym, mm-hmm. I think that was in the '80s. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong. Okay. I don't remember, but because yeah. like if you remember at the beginning of Ant Man, they do like a flashback mm-hmm. to like when he's still at Shield. Um, oh and, yeah, and so it's like, well, Shield clearly has the pin particle. Well, he took takes the pin particles mm-hmm. with him, but Shield had access to these scientists who were very smart mm-hmm. and knew stuff. Mm-hmm. Why weren't they calling on them to come help fight the alien invasion? Well, because Hank left, and it was Fury that was taking care of it, and he was not new, but he was still learning it, about it. They were it, learning how big the threats it, were. Exactly. There's no way he he probably didn't know about pin particles, and Coulson definitely didn't know. Yeah, because he was particles. brand new. Which oh my god! Adorable. Can we talk about the 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 CGI they did on the faces? That oh was, my god! They have like <gasps> damn near perfected that technology oh at this point. Oh my god! I'm like, if you've ever wanted to see Samuel L. Jackson like as a as a young spry lad, you can just <gasps> go watch any movie from the 90s. Oh my god! Or this one. It was amazing. It looked really good. It was seamless. It like, was I, so great. I didn't. There was no shots that I can think of off the top of my head. There were no shots where I was like, his face is CG. Yeah. It, it yeah. blended in perfectly yeah. with everything around it. It was real it. great. Um, speaking of faces changing and blending, that's my segue it, not, into... Mm. Mm, nice. It's my segue, nice segue. into uh, Scrully McScrellscrells. I think the Skrulls were my favorite <gasps> part of this movie. They look so good. They, they looked, looked so good. They looked amazing, and they pulled the best, <gasps> like... They, they, what they did with the Skrulls in this movie was the best possible thing they could have done for the Skrulls in the MCU. 
period. Oh, full yeah. stop. This I is all you because I'm not. I don't. I yeah. loved it. So we've, we're already in well spoiler territory. Spoiler alert. The Skrulls in this movie, at least, <laughs> are good guys. They are like refugees from war, which not only is topical for a bunch of bullshit that's going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. It's also paints the Skrulls in a very different light from what we usually have because they yep. usually are like yep. the people who secretly infiltrate and that's what you think they are. You think they're the people who are coming in and they're, well, and they're trying to secretly invade. Ha ha ha. Um, but they were trying to track the energy signature that was on... They were trying to find their family. Yep. And the same energy that Carol was giving off was the same energy as the ship. Exactly, and because, that's, because and that's Mar-Vell, why they were trying to find her. Because Marvel had yep, yep, um, yep. defected, basically, and mm-hmm. realized, oh, hey, the scrolls, these scrolls, yep. at least, are yeah. actually good guys, and I want to help them yep. get to a new place. Yeah. That's where the tesseract comes in, because that's faster. Th- that's the teleport um, tesseract's the space stone, yep. so they can make teleportation. Yep. Yep. I get the it. The light speed. The I, light speed. Yeah. The, the implications for making the scrolls mm-hmm. good guys mm-hmm. makes me so happy because one of like people knowing that scrolls were the bad or quote unquote we're going to be the bad guys in this movie. And not everybody met, knew that, but well, yeah, but, but like the, the having, average per, the average comic reader having scrolls in mm-hmm. this, you, you there's implications as to what the scrolls mean. It means mm-hmm. that there has been people who have been because what scrolls do is they can shape shift and they can take um the shape of anybody that they see and the DNA and, and the memory, recent memories. Exactly. Well, that. I think that's I only yeah, new for the yeah, movie. Yeah. I don't yeah, remember that's that. Fine. Whatever. But, but um. But yeah. So what? What that usually means is that Skrulls have infiltrated either high levels of government or, Mm -hmm. like, they've replaced Mm -hmm. certain characters. And so people have assumed for a long time that, like, Thunderbolt Ross has been replaced by a Skrull. Mm -hmm. um, And there's probably been members of the Avengers who have been replaced by Skrulls. Who's Thunderbolt Ross? He's uh, the guy from Hulk. um, Okay, that's why I don't know who that is. But he's in Civil War, and he's uh, the the Secretary of of Defense. Yep, yep. So he's a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. He's just a dick. Yeah, Um, yeah. But so having the Skrulls be good guys Mm -hmm. means that none of that can fucking happen in theory, unless there's like a bad one. But it's great because now Mm -hmm. there's not that question of like, oh, who's really a Skrull? Who isn't a Skrull? I remember when Infinity War stuff was first being announced or even before that there were the rumors were that they were going to do a secret invasion movie i thought that was like a thing i think it was because carol had been in that like the captain marvel movie had been announced and they announced that the scrolls oh yeah, yeah that's that, what that it was ben so they were gonna they thought they were gonna do they thought that infinity war stuff was gonna be it's gonna lead into was gonna be a secret wars yeah, thing i'm so happy they're not gonna do that not mm-hmm. because like the secret wars comic was bad it just like it's it's, it's so really it's really thick. It's really dense. Who's real? Who's not? And it's exactly. Like, and then it it's, gets to a point where you're like, okay, yeah, they're not real. They're a scroll. Yeah, we get it. And it doesn't have the same impact. I agree. Yeah. So I'm really happy they're not going to bother mm-hmm. with any of that bullshit. Like it's like it it yeah. worked in the comics. It was good in the comics, but in it's just it answers every single question mm-hmm. in one fell swoop by making them like refugees of war and mm-hmm. like the um what's his name Talos, Talos. whoever uh, the main scroll Talos, Talos was. So sympathetic, oh. and he was. I think he was my favorite character he in the so movie. Great. He like, was so great because, like, the so moment great. when he like shows up in the house and he's like, he's doing bad things by like he knows like taking over people's body or, or their their places or their faces is bad, but he's talking about it like with remorse. He's like, I have to do this to save my race, and it was. I it still was a felt really I good still motivation. At that moment felt like he was still a bad guy, though. I, I felt like he was still a bad. I Ooh. thought he was going to betray them. Oh, but I did When too. it turns out that he wasn't, that was such a good like twist on a twist. It was. Oh. Oh, awesome. that's really sweet. And they reunite. But then, I loved also, it. he got shot and they never addressed that. Yeah, I thought he was going to die. <laughs> he got, he uh, got shot and I was like, oh no. And then in the next scene, he's just there he was just fine. eating dinner in a sweatshirt. I was like, okay, I guess was, he's still alive. Fine. Cool. But like, you're right. The the makeup on the scrolls. The scrolls were really great. It was so good. So good. I really good. liked the scrolls. I never thought, I'm like, oh, can I get a Talos uh, Funko Pop now? Right. Now, now I want one of him. I like, do too. The other thing, speaking of Funko Pops, I'm thinking of the Veers. And I was like, who the fuck is Veers? And you realize that when the the explosion happened and Carol got her powers, her dog tag broke apart. And the part that, I don't know what Jude Law, Jude's Law's character was. I did not know his character's name either. I feel like that was a big, like, eh. I, I, I was just, oh, Jude Law. I was, Jude Law. I was referring to But he picked up the, the part of the dog tag and it just said V-E-R-S. From the last part of Danvers. From the last part of Danvers. So they were calling her Veers because they had no, they didn't know, they thought that's who she was. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Monica, um, yeah, Monica in her little box of stuff that she had collected. Um, Carol. 
had the Carol Dan part of the dog of the tag. Thing. That was great. It was really. I cool. love when she was talking to the the uh, supreme intelligence, and she's like, "I'm Carol." Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> like, that was awesome. The um, <laughs> the the part when she was in the supreme intelligence, yeah. she was like falling through the wall. That was really. Yeah, cool. there were some really good like effects and some really good, some really good stuff. They they didn't do as much because like well I guess they kind of did, but Carol's all about like. Am I the best? Am I doing what's right? Very like introspective, and they kind of touched on that by like going into her past and like, mm-hmm. am I doing what's right? Who am I? So I wish they did a little bit more of her past stuff. I agree. I feel like because they did like that one part where the scrolls are kind of digging. Through I love that. That was the moment when I was really sold on the movie when they were like digging. I through I love her that memories. when they were talking and you could hear their voices because mm-hmm. they're in her and they were trying to get her to go. And back. And they're like go and back to... and like they she kept on seeing Marvel yep. like in different yep. sides. That was really cool. I just wish that they had gone into her past like one more more. time a little bit more like one more time during the the movie to like really hammer home that whole like um getting up after you fall down message oh that was which was was another moment that i was like that i've seen in the trailer but that almost because she's like i'm human that felt a little flat for me but oh i kind of i kind of i liked it it was good but it fell a little flat because it felt a little bit predictable maybe because i saw in the trailer but i liked it because at that moment because She's being told, well, you're just a, you're just a, without us, you're just a human. And she's like, yeah, I'm just a human. Mm. And she's, and then the whole montage of her getting back up. And I was like, oh, you get back up when you fall. What the fuck? <laughs> this movie won me over and it won my heart. And um, I'm really, really sorry. I would like to publicly apologize to Brie Larson if she ever hears this by any. Oh, she's our number one fan. <laughs> if you ever hear this, Brie Larson, I'm very sorry for what I said about you. I'm going to forward um, this to her. I'm please gonna... be my friend. I don't mean it. It was I think good. You're, I think you're real cool. It was really good. <laughs> I, like I'm, I'm overall just like super impressed with I'm it. I'm very excited. Um, I'm, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that the, I do hope that they put the Carol character now in more of a front and center, yep. um, yep. position going forward. That would be awesome. Yeah, I loved the post credits sequence because, <laughs> because like, seeing the Avengers again made me really mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm sad for Thor. Thor's I gonna know. be really. Gonna, Thor's gonna have a big I emotional know. complex in the next movie. I know because he ruined everything. Florkins are cool. Florkins are cool. The orange cat. Yeah. Orange cats orange are great. Cat's the best. I think everybody knew that though. Um, the one last thing I want to say. Well, I guess <coughs> I don't know. I could talk forever, but I really liked the opening credits thing they did with um Stan Lee. That was adorable. The Marvel Studios. They replaced all, all the characters. The, with all of the Stan. characters, like you and know, and said thank you, Stan. Oh. I clapped. I started the clap. I'm real proud yes, of that. Yes, you did. I People started in the, the clap. Clapped. I started the clap in the it theater. Was good. And Stan's cameo in this made me really smile because he was reading his Mallrats Mall rat script. script. So I don't. I didn't. I, was he in Mallrats? Yes, he was. Okay. See, I didn't like, get that reference. That, so like in Mallrats, he like one of the things is he's coming to the mall and he's doing like a oh, doing a yeah, signing. Yeah, that's how and then, he met Kevin Smith. Yes, that was the yes. first movie he worked on with Kevin yes, Smith, and okay. that's why it's so important to Kevin Smith. That's why he was crying. Um, but in in it, Stanley shows up and gives the main character like some sage advice. Yeah, yep. and so th- I think this is the first time in a Marvel movie Stanley was playing Stanley. Stan he was himself reading his his cameo script. script. It was a really cute yeah, moment. Yeah, R.I.P. Stanley. Yeah, but the whole it. train sequence was was great. I liked the way that was shot, where they kept going from the train and kind of panning to like, you know, to the the car and going back. Like it seemed very mm-hmm. very good. A lot of the other fight scenes were not. They were too close and they were too dark. Too and dark. they weren't shot very well. Very dark. Um, my, my other favorite fight scene outside of that was the one right after she gets her powers. And But that was also at the beginning of the moment where I felt like she couldn't lose because she was like, I liked it mm-hmm. because she was learning how to use her powers like for, to their full extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and her, I almost wish they had gone into a little bit more of her with her team because you get that one sequence with them at the beginning. And yeah. at the end when she's fighting them, it didn't feel like there was... That one moment where she was talking to that one girl, yeah. where she was like, "Oh, you were there, so you like, is that why we never got along?" No, I just didn't like you. That stuck for me. But all the other ones, I was like, she should kind of have. Some, she's been working with these people for six years. I realized yeah. she was lied to by Jude Law, but these other yeah. people didn't know. Shouldn't she have some reservations that, about? Yeah, that stuff was a little bit. I think some of that was just trying to fit in the Cree stuff. She and... murdered them. Yeah, but trying to fit in the Cree stuff and the Skrull stuff, and mm-hmm. just trying to balance it. I like that Ronan showed up. Ronan's real cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, oh, I forget his name. Korg, Korg, not Korg. Obviously Korg. not Korg. But hey, um, hey he's he's the guy at the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy when he's like when Star Lord's oh. like I'm Star Lord and he's like who? 
Star Lord, man. Oh, that, that's, that's like the, the, the guy with the swords and the 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 goatee, the white goatee. Um, he was on her team. On her team, yeah. Yep. That's what I thought that was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it the same character? Yes. Yep. It's yeah. Him and Ronan are the same characters. Cool. Okay. Which cool. is really awesome. All right. I didn't know. Th- I didn't know that. I I was like, is this just the same actor? Because it is. I did not get that. Same... Ro- no, I didn't realize. Yeah. I'm I'm happy they had Ronan in there. Like I like. Like that's a type of a reference Lee that Pace I, I got a enjoyed. credit. <laughs> he was well, in it for like he's a, he was in it for like five minutes. That's fair, but he's real, um, I, he's real cool. I I think what I like part of the reason I think this movie worked so well was because like Nick Fury was in it, and it's a character that doesn't need introduction because we've seen him yep. so many other yep. times. And also, he's real good at just kind of bridging things. I think. Oh yeah, because he's been like a constant in a lot of the movies. Yeah, and he's good at being a bridge without. Like, for example, like, um, was it Winter Soldier? Is that the one where he plays a big part? In no, Winter no, no, Soldier. no, no. But is that where um Scarlett Johansson shows up? Where Black Widow shows up in Winter Soldier? She's in Winter Soldier as well. So there are things like that where you have ha- have had other characters in the Marvel universe show up, and they feel like they almost hinder things a little bit. And okay, they, and okay. they kind of feel like they're crucial. And not that Nick Fury doesn't feel crucial, but he he just feels like he's just like, and I'm here to set this up. Okay. Well, this was cute like because he, it almost felt like an origin story for Nick Fury yeah, as well, because this is yeah. the earliest point we've yes. seen him in. Yeah, yeah, um, and I I appreciate that too. But he's just a character that you don't like. You said he doesn't need an introduction, but he never the scenes he never it never feels like it's about him. If that makes sense. Okay. Even though he's making his little quips, but I never <laughs> I just feel like he's a good. Because Samuel L. Jackson's such a good, good but he's actor. a good side supporting character. I agree, and he 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 sticks to that role really well. I just I don't know if I'm explaining that in the right way, but he never like overtakes a scene. Mm-hmm. It's always sense. about whatever Avenger he's uh-huh. dealing with. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, um, I loved seeing Carol Danvers yeah. interact with characters that we already knew. Yeah. Yeah. So that I'm helps very too. much looking forward to seeing her interact with the remaining Avengers. Cast. Oh, they're gonna hate her. Uh, probably. <laughs> uh, I'm sure some of I her and uh, Captain America I think are going to get along because they're both soldiers. soldiers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's just I'm looking forward to that type of a dynamic, like seeing how she slots in with these mm-hmm. these people. Even though we're probably only going to get her with them for one movie. Oh God, I don't um, want to talk about it. Well, oh yeah, because I don't right. want to talk about it. So, do you think Cap's nope. going to die or Iron Man? I don't want to talk about it. All I know is if Captain America dies, I am going to need. To take like time off of work because <laughs> wow. I'm gonna be emotionally distraught. Are you gonna riot? I'm gonna riot. I'm gonna fucking someone's gonna. You're gonna have to drag me out of the theater because I'm not. I'm gonna be like a mess. I hope he doesn't die. I really hope he doesn't die, just for my mental health. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna get over that. I hope Thor doesn't die. I don't want any of them to die. <sighs> but they're gonna probably all right you ready to eat some pie yes i am so long story short <laughs> sorry this is a roundabout way but we both oh, really so liked good. captain marvel i loved it, it. i'm gonna go out on the limb and say i loved it i'm i'm i've been saying i really 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 liked it it was very 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 good three varies that's like an excellent on my scale i loved it it was it was fantastic I it, loved it, it. Uh, exceeded my expectations in nearly every way um I have some minor nitpicks with it, mm-hmm. but like the, I do with all of the movies, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, none of these movies nope. are perfect. Nope. On the whole, this is like top, probably top ten. It's solid. It's it, it's up mm-hmm. there. It's really, really, really good. Um, not as good as Thor Ragnarok, but then again, not nothing really Thor, is. Not as good as, as good as Thor Ragnarok. I don't think it's as good as Black Panther. Really? Yeah. Black Panther was. F- mm. Black Panther was a movie that I had zero. Ooh, sorry, zero interest in. And I've I've watched it multiple times. That's fair. Like Black Panther's I love ending is a mess though. This movie really yeah. had, this had a good ending, which is like one of the hardest parts for Marvel movies. Yeah, it, this one really I felt like it stuck the landing. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. I love Black Panther. What's wrong with the ending? We could talk about the this ending. Off-pod. The CG is garbage. Oh um, yeah, the CG is garbage. Oh yeah, and then Killmonger just kind of like just gets. Well, eh, that was whatever. fine, but eh. whatever. We're not talking about Black Panther. We're talking about Captain Marvel. I'm doing my Kevin Smith hand gestures. <laughs> Like Dwight does, it was real good. I really liked it. It's fantastic. I would recommend it if you've gotten to this point. Um, spoiler free. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, recommendation. Yes. Uh, thumbs up. I would say go see it. We probably. Um, 
Go see this movie. It's, <laughs> it's real really great. great. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening to us ramble on about this for uh, t- over an hour I'm at sorry. this point. This is supposed to be a mini episode. Uh, well, this is now a full-blown episode. <laughs> so um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we've been no refunds. Um, once again, uh, that's Tiffany. Hi. I'm Bye. Dwight. Um, we want to thank the Hyper Potions for our you're soundtrack. Gonna, you're going intru- to introduce me on when that International Women's Day? Okay, do you want to do the exit? International Women's Day. Tiffany, take us away. Uh, <laughs> you've been listening to No Refunds. Thank you. We have a Facebook and a Discord that Dwight's not part of. And we have a website, norefundspodcast.com. And you could email. Which I've actually been, I've been working on updating it. <laughs> and you could email, emails, email. <laughs> oh, I didn't even check emails. Sorry, if anyone emailed emails. us, I haven't checked them. Um, you could email, email. Why can't I say the word email? Email us at norefundspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Tiffany. That's Dwight. Oh, bye. Bye.